When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can't hear you. My bad. I can hear you ruffling papers, though. That's that's see what happens when you push mute. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to another Wednesday night episode of the Pump Your Breaks podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Tate, with my other co-host, Shannon Triple O G, Triple O G, the big homie White, mm-hmm. and the little fella Big G. What's up, fellas? What what? What's- First, first, I would be remiss if I didn't recognize Shannon's birthday. Happy birthday, Shannon. Yes, sir. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, Shannon. Happy birthday to you, you, man. For sure, for sure. Triple OG, triple, triple. Happy birthday to you, man. Well, I I appreciate both of you guys. and uh, I got your birthday wishes earlier today, and it meant a lot to me. I really appreciate it. It makes getting a year older that much easier. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. We wish you all the best, man. God's, God bless you, man, you and your family. Well, God has blessed me, and I appreciate it. Yes, no sir. doubt, no doubt. So what, what, what's up with you guys? You guys got anything to say before we get started this week? It's that Shannon, time, you, Tate. It's that Shannon time. Shannon been on vacation. How was your vacation, man? Oh, we had a blast. It always, uh, my dad was always talking about we're making memories, ain't we? Anytime we do anything, we're making memories. And now that he's been gone, for a few years now, and, and I cherish those memories, and I want to have those, my family to have those memories as well. So I always look forward to getting away with family. I wanted to go up to training camp this year, but I couldn't afford to do both, and so family vacation took precedent. Okay, that's cool. awesome, man. I mean, I know how it is to to to, to lose, lose, lose a father. And man, Big G, you one of the first people I know lost your, your, your father. Oh, oh, Uncle Nate been gone about 30 years, ain't he, man? Yeah, yeah. My a little dad more than that, 32. Yeah, yeah June, 20, June 26, 1990, man, my father passed. So it was 33 back in June. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Been a minute, been a minute, but, you know, it's all good. You know, it's all good. And But definitely, once again, happy birthday to Shannon, man. Definitely. And, and Tate Boy, Shannon. It's that time, man. Yeah. We got we 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 got like less than 48, man. We're less going. than 48 hours. It's it's like 8 8 836, man. We got less than 48 hours, man. It's man, it's that I, time, man. It's that time. Man said me correct. We got like 46 hours and 24 minutes then, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Less than 48. Like man. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that time, man. I hope the Steeler fans are excited. I know I'm excited. And I'm calling it now. I might as well just get into it, man. This is going to be a special season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What that looks like, we'll see as it goes. But this is going to be a special season, y'all. Strap up and get ready. It's time to go. All yep. right, well, let's let's go. So yeah. real quick, I want to acknowledge we got we got one of our loves back. I'm sure I'm sure you guys are happy for it too. Mm. We got Hinesfield this back. <laughs> yeah. It's not Acrisure Stadium. They didn't change that back. But the Alquippa Quips in Alquippa, Pennsylvania, Western PA, near Pittsburgh, Heinz, Heinz Ketchup paid those back school $1.3 million for the naming rights. Mm. So we got a high school field that's named Heinz Field. Mm. You guys think about that? I mean, it's kind of good, right? It's not like the old Heinz Field being Heinz Field, but at least it's not gone, right? Yeah. I wish it was in Pittsburgh, man. I wish it was that yeah. where the Steelers played, man, because there was just something about it was something about by the scoreboard seeing the big ketchup bottle. Well, the ketchup <laughs> bottle's back. Yeah, you know, ketchup you know, bottle's back. But Acrisure was talking. Yeah, yeah. More, more more bread. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they would have wanted to keep it Hinesfield, but you know, money talks. That's what they say, right? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, okay. but congratulations so, to the high school team. 
Forget yes, your name. Never. Yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. Um, let's get into it real quick. So, first thing we got, fellas, is I want to sort out this this D-line room. Mm. Who, who joins these guys, Cam and Larry Ogan Joby? I mean, it's, it's that that's that's a loaded room. Yeah, yeah. Shannon, I'll let you hit it first, man, because I me and you, I don't know if me and you agree on this one, man. I so I'm gonna see. I want to see what you say, and then we'll go from there, man. For sure, for sure. Well, I tell you. We have, you know, I've been kind of down on Isaiah Loudermilk uh, yeah. based on last season. And yeah. I didn't feel like he, he stepped up and uh, kind of questioned his intensity. Mm. Uh, when he's in the game, it's like you don't see him. He don't do anything. And yeah. a lot of a lot of dancing doesn't get penetration. Um, so, you know, as the, the defensive line had improved last year, yeah. So that made him more noticeable because the yeah. year before the line was so bad that he seemed functional, <laughs> but they say he's having a good camp and that's the kind of thing you want to hear. And so uh, that, I think he's throwing himself in there as a possibility. My thing is, I think they want to go slow with Benton. Yeah. And he is so athletic and so talented that I think eventually he is going to start, and I believe eventually he'll replace Cam Hayward because Ooh. to me he's more of a Cam Hayward type than yeah. he is a true nose tackle. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm very high on Fahoku. Yeah. Uh, I think that he is a specialist and that he's a team player. He will tie up blocks. I believe he's going to make this team, and he's going to be very valuable Is uh, that run defender as that old school nose tackle. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, you know, we're not getting to hear much, but we'll start seeing it now. The preseason's here, but I think Armand Watts is going to step up. Yeah. Because he's just a professional. Yeah. Everywhere he's been, he knows his role and he feels that role. Um, so you can have a guy like Leal because he can play, you know, they like his versatility. But that's the funny thing. They've been playing louder milk a little at edge. Exactly. I'm not quite sure why. He would be the biggest edge guy ever. Uh, but maybe they're concerned about Leal's injury and they want to see if louder milk can do a few reps there as well. So to me, it's going to be, uh, I think Fahoko makes this. We know Benton's going to make it. I think he'll be starting at some point. Yeah. Uh, and then it's going to come down to, uh, louder milk, Leal, and Watts. Yeah. Shannon, I agree. And Tate, I agree 150%, man, with what Shannon said. And surprisingly, it's just that um, I I think they're going to give louder milk every opportunity that he can to make the team, right? So there might be – you might see him in a non-traditional position that he plays at, you know. But what I know that they're building as far as the depth in the defensive line is concerned, from what I'm hearing about all the notes in camp, there's a lot of cross-training going on between mm-hmm. left defensive end, right defensive end, nose tackle, and those guys being pretty much interchangeable at some points of, the, of whatever they're trying to rep or whatever defense they're trying to do. So what that's telling me is that they know for sure that they have starters. They're just trying to put their backups in position to be able to rotate in and out of those positions mm-hmm. if there's an injury. So, so that's why I said that in this game or in this for this defensive line, the most versatile guys will probably make the team. So, so that's why I think the louder milk he might be a little bit ahead, not in front of Keanu Benton because Benton, I think Benton can play any position left, right, defensive end, nose tackle, three technique, five technique. It doesn't matter, he can play anywhere across the board. But I think they're really going to give louder milk a shot to step up. Okay. Okunjobi, he's having a really good camp. I've watched mm-hmm. some film. I've seen some cut-ups on it. He's especially on that pressure at that three technique where he shades outside of the 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 center and the and the offensive guard and the two in the two gap or in the one gap or the two gap either side. He's having a really good camp. But I think I think if if the next man up after Keanu Benton would be Lauderman. But I agree with the ones that you de- that you identified, Shannon, for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, man. 
So, so we got Cam, we got Larry O. Yeah. We got Keanu Benton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We think Fioco's gonna make it. Yeah. Yeah. And you thinking Loudermill gonna make it? Yeah. I think I think well we'll know. I think we'll know by week two. By by the second preseason game. Oh, I'm not, I think I think they like Loudermill. I heard he's been better than past years. Yeah. yeah. And uh Armand Watts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how about how about the dude the and Liao make it, but he'll he'll be between the D line room and the edge room because mm-hmm. they're gonna move him around. But that's seven right there. Yeah. Well, take two with the injury to Keanu Benton, that's gonna give guys an opportunity because they're gonna be real cautious with that kid. You know, he's got some wrist stuff going on. You know, he got injured in practice a few days ago. So his his reps might not be as high as what we think in the in the preseason. So that gives the other guy guys an opportunity to level up or step up and get in position to make the roster. So and Leal's dealing with the injury too right now. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, but both, both those guys are making. I'm really just trying to figure out who's a dark horse, like those last spots. Yeah. I think they'll probably keep six, and I think it comes down to Watts or Loudermilk. Uh, I think one of them will make it, one won't. My, yeah. my, my, my Travis Adams is out. I think he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he makes the team. Or now they have him ranked. They have yeah. him ranked uh, as a starter on the depth chart, but that don't mean nothing right now. No, right. No, well, he, I think of the group of nose tackles. He, he's the he's the best pass rush. Maybe outside of Keanu Benton, though. Maybe Benton takes his place like that on yeah. all levels. So Benton has a lot more potential. Yeah, Benton is yeah, Benton is a whole. Yeah, I would say I would say three to five. I would say five to seven year starter once he gets in there. Yeah, I agree. Easily, yeah. no what, no injuries. Five to seven years. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, well, the big guys can last longer than that. But yeah, yeah we'll we'll start to sort this out in less than forty eight hours, right, BG? Forty six oh, yeah, hours yeah. to change. And, and, but Danny, yeah, we were talking. You had an article coming out, or it came out already about versatility. That's um, coming out at nine thirty in the morning. Okay, so I'm gonna let you talk about that and with the versatility of uh, it was it Connor Hayward and Nick Hay- Her- Herbig. Well, the the article is really focusing. It, what got what drew me to this article was I was reading <clears throat> uh, one of the guys I really trust. Mm. Uh, that's a camp observer every day, and and I've had him on. Uh, multiple podcast, Nick Fireball. Yeah. And he was talking about it, you know, that you'd have to consider Nick Herbie as maybe having the best camp of anybody. Definitely the rookies, but he's been right up there because he's been unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that got me thinking about when you watch his tape, it's like watching Alex Highsmith when he was in Charlotte. The key word, and the key word in the article is relentlessness. Yes. They, he never stops. He's perpetual motion. Yeah. And that's what Alex Highsmith was. And you get a guy like that with that work ethic, and, you know, they say that in camp, he's learning new pass rush technique from TJ and from Alex. Yeah. And then they say he, he implements it the next practice. Yeah. Successfully. Now he's doing a ghost move, and he's doing a dip. And he's doing uh, the hand slap, inside hands. I mean, stuff that he wasn't doing at Wisconsin. And they also, one thing you have to, to be a contributor as a rookie, you have to learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. And he's already getting a lot of praise for that, that if he makes a mistake, he don't make it twice. Yeah. So I think that he is going to be able to contribute, not just as a special team's, Dynamo, I think he's going to really give them good reps as a passer specialist in that rotation. So yeah. when you consider they go four deep now uh, at that edge, I mean, the passer should be really booming this year. And I thought for sure I wanted him to draft him as a off-ball linebacker, as an inside linebacker, because I thought his lack of length would hurt him in the pros trying to rush the passer. But now I'm envisioning this ultimate hybrid guy. A guy that they can move around, you know, the formations 
and you never know where he's coming from or where he's going to be. Is he going to drop it into coverage? See, that was another question about him, and they say it at camp. He looks smooth in coverage. So um, I just think they might have got a steal, just like I felt like when they got Alex Highsmith in the third round. I thought, you know, they stole one, and yeah. he's proven to be the real deal. So yeah. that's basically what the article's about. And, you know, everybody can check that out tomorrow, you know, at uh, FFSN at 930. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, Tay Boy Fresh and Shannon, I went back recently and watched a cut-up on Herbig, right? And every, the guy that did the cut-up for him, it's a YouTube thing. I ain't going to reference where it is, but it's a yeah. YouTube cut-up on him, right? The guy that did the cut-up on him went back and you looked at T.J. Watt film and his film. He played a very similar position at Wisconsin that T.J. Watt played. They moved T.J. Watt all around the place because he just was constant pressure, constant moving, and you couldn't that's identify that. him necessarily in the defense. That's that. That's that Jim Leonard defense. Yes, and, and uh, so they fit the same pedigree, you know. I'll yeah, take and, it one step further. Herbie looked quicker. Yeah, but that smaller, role that smaller too, though. That T.J. did, yeah. Yeah, but he's a little smaller. But yeah, um, and, but he's been. He's been watching TJ since he was since he since he, Herbig's been at Wisconsin. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, absolutely. So he, he definitely has a bag. He's probably a, a a little bit more accelerated in in his capabilities and what he can do than what most rookies are, just yeah. because of his relationship with TJ Watt and being in that defense and having watched TJ Watt for the last two or three years. You know, so yeah, I mean, I agree with Shannon that that four man pass off the edge is going to be sick. Yeah. What a guy to emulate. I mean, what a right, mentor. Yeah. yeah, what a mentor. I mean, and he's had him, as you said, for four years. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So and, now and we're going to jump into, what you say, Big G? Oh, it's not by accident that Jim Letter defensive players end up on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Because they, they <laughs> run the same, they run basically the same freaking defense. Yeah, I mean, you know. And Baltimore drafts some of those guys too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're gonna jump into this. This is your thing, Big Jim. You're not gonna spend long on it, maybe a couple, three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. But offensive personnel groupings. Mm-hmm. And which ones we think will will suit the Steelers best this year. So okay. I have a few right here. Which which one do you need to pull up? Uh just do whatever one. You can pull up the 11, the 12, it don't matter. Whatever one you want to pull up. Okay, let's do 11 first. Yeah. So you, you want you want to know who's where and what they're gonna do? What do you think? How, how, how does this one work for the Steelers? Yeah, who's where as far as receivers? X, X, X is, um, I would say strong to, to the weak side. The X is probably going to be Allen Robinson. The Y is probably going to be Deontay Johnson. And across the field on, where the Z receiver is, and sometimes the Y and the Z are interchangeable, I would put that as Pickens. Running back, everybody knows is going to be Najee. This this fire moves all day and night. So 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 on this one you got you got Deontay Johnson at the Y on the inside, basically in the slot. Yeah, exactly. Because it's his elusiveness. Nah, I got an Allen Robinson on the outside. Well, I know you said that, but I mean Allen Robinson getting a lot of a lot of rep. Yeah. At at, at the Y. Right. The reason why I put pick. See, with Pickens on the opposite side, on, on the open side, right, he dictates the coverage because you, you automatically, if he has the season what I think he's going to have, you you got to put a safety over the top of him. Right. So there's two. There's only nine defenders left, right? And if you have the tight end covering up the offensive lineman on that side, now you got a, you got a linebacker and, and, and some type of shift that way too because if he beats the linebacker, he runs straight up the seam. And then when you run the guy across the formation, now it's three to a side. You got three guys with five defenders because you have to do that. So now you got a one-on-one with Allen Robinson on the other side. And so that's why I think they're going to do it that way versus running Pickens and Robinson the opposite ways, you know, because because Pickens is going to dictate the coverage. That's what I'm saying about in 11 personnel. Okay. So, Shannon, what, what do you think about 12 personnel? You're mute. You're muted. Shannon, you're muted. 
I wanted to mention that 11 personnel because, to me, they're going to leave Deontay Johnson at X. Mm. Uh, and Pickens is going to – I agree, he's going to dictate coverage. Mm. And I expect him to be the number one receiver this year. Mm. But but Deontay Johnson can't work the slot because he doesn't – he's not brave enough, just to be honest, and he's yeah. not strong enough or tough enough. I kind of uh, agree with Shane. I believe they brought in Allen Robertson to work the slot. He's a big body guy, mm. and they're going to do traditional routes with him. Sometimes they're going to work Friermuth out of there. Sometimes they'll move Connor Hayward into the slot, and sometimes mm. it's going to be Calvin Austin in the third. When they really want to get a speed matchup, jet sweep, stuff of that nature, I believe there's a there's a really a plan here, but I don't think that the two outside receivers are going to change. Because Deontay Johnson, and he's admitted as much, he does not like the congestion and the middle of the field. And the Steelers are going to really try to work that more this year. And I think they'll they'll try to avoid because if you remember, a lot of Deontay Johnson's drops have been at crucial times the and they've been on slants and passes across the middle right. because he's 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 you know, he thinks he's off the ball because he's gunshot. So I, I mean, in a perfect world with his quickness, he would be a great slot guy. But he just does not have that toughness factor of a Wes Welker or some of these other smaller Juju. slot guys. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I just think that you put if you put Deontay Johnson on the outside, you you can the defense can dictate what you can and can't do. Because I don't think I, – I just – I haven't seen it. It might be possible – but I don't think you can get over the top. I don't see it. Now I think okay. you can get. You'll I'm talking about like, on a, if you got a guy one on one to the left, and you got a go route going. I don't know. I don't know. And the number one. And so you're saying that the t- other team's number one corner is on him, and I I think the Steelers want to go the other way. I think they want to dictate it, dictate it where the number one corner is on pick Pickens versus Deontay, because <laughs> get singled up. I'm just saying, I'm we're not gonna get stuck on this. But mm-hmm. Shannon, Shannon just brought up the jet sweep and then that 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 part of the game. And here's a little bit of video the Steelers practicing the receivers practicing the jet sweeps. Yeah. That that was George Pickings. Yep. This one right here, that's number 16. Who is that? S- 16, I think is ain't that Calvin Austin? No, that's not. No, he's 19. 19. 19, okay. I think 16 might be Des Fitzpatrick. I think it is. Yeah, McFarland. That's McFarland. So, yeah, so that's McFarland. To, yeah. to the point, they're, they're, they're going to be running that Jess sweep with multiple guys to keep the, the defense guessing because it's not going to be just dictated to any one receiver or running back with McFarland getting it. Mm. I got something exciting. That I was, you know, again, all these camp reports coming out. Yeah. And they did a jet sweep to Connor Hayward. And he, he stepped back as he went around and he threw the ball for a touchdown. Yeah. The Pepper Mutant. We're going to finally, if we, could, if we could finally establish the running game and the play action, then you can start doing some of the plays like that when teams overcommit and, and it's going to open up everything. So I'm glad they're practicing it because that's something. If you get two or three of them a season, you know, a successful trick play here and there, it loosens up the defense. That's yeah. that, that, that's pit Canada. Okay, real quick, let's keep it moving. Twelve personnel, Shannon. How do you like this plan? Who who you want to feel for this for this formation? Well, it, well, really, it's going to depend on where they're at on the field, right? But if it's just a normal, you know, they're on a normal drive. Let's say around the 30 or 40. I say that you want Fryermuth in the slot. Mm. You want uh Darnell Washington on in line. And again, I'll stick with Deontay Johnson and Pickens on the outside. Mm. Okay. And okay. and then of course Harris, you know, or Warren in the backfield. Mm. I like yeah, that. I, I like that formation, Shannon. You know, I like, but the thing is, it's interchangeable. Yeah, there's you know, a lot of combinations. Yeah, there's an interchange because because you know, and you guys know this because we're all NFL fans. If you run personnel out on the field 
and you see a, a way you can take advantage of them, those guys can shift and move any kind of way they need to. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you run – you fire moved across the, the formation. Now you take him, set him down on the line, back Darnell Washington off the line. I mean, hey, man, you flood the side. And then, like I said, the guy, the X, is singled up on the other side. You know, so, yeah. 21? Yeah, tw- 21 – I Man, I don't know who's going to play fullback. I don't know if it's going to be Connor Hayward. I know that they've been fooling with trying to put Green in that position. But I, I would like to see Hayward in that position, the old Watt position at fullback at 21. But I think you're only going to see this formation probably is inside that, the 10-yard line. That, is that something they can do with, with, with both Najee and Jalen Warren in the backfield? It can be. Well, you know they're running that. I don't know if you guys have heard they've been running a pistol formation at camp. Yeah. The Steelers have lined up in pistol a whole bunch of times. So you the pistol formation is set up to have two running backs that not one a fullback or running back, two running backs. So you can run the pistol yeah. with with you know with Warren and yeah, I like, and with I, like I like the idea that I like the idea of creativity to get back to pit 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 Matt Canada. Yeah. You know? yeah. But the last Absolutely. one I have is 22 personnel. What do you guys think about 22? That's real heavy. Everybody that weighs over 280 pounds should be in the game outside of Friar Move. <laughs> Friar Move and whoever and Pickens is the WR at that side. Friar yeah. moves the tight end to the left. Uh, uh, Washington's to the right. You probably put this is where you would probably go, Kevin Green, if you keep him on the roster at fullback and Najee tailback. And we're cut this. This formation means we're coming downhill. You know, we're going in the A gap or the B gap opposite side. We're not going to try to get sweet with it or pretty with it. We're coming straight at you, and we're trying to knock you five yards off the line of scrimmage. That's what that formation's for. I think that's goal line and short yardage, baby. Goal line and short yardage, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think I like that one. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see it. Maybe we'll see mm-hmm. it Friday night. Tate, I got to ask the question. Sure. Because me and you talked about it last night, back and forth. And Big G was a part of the conversation, but I had a conversation uh, with some more people today. Mm. And guess. they're like, they're like, Ooh. yeah, there it is. Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green, you know, uh, he's going to make this team and they're not going to be wasting these reps in practice if if they're not serious. And here's my question. And I asked them the same thing. They're, they've got, they go 10 offensive linemen deep. Yeah. They've got a ton of talented guys. Who yeah. is Kendrick Green better than? If he's not backup center, he's not on the team. And I think that Nate Herbig is a better backup center yeah. and more versatile. And I think he can play fullback yeah. in the short yardage, like in that 21 formation we just seen, or 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, if you have Kendrick Green on the field as a fullback, you have one of this plethora of offensive skill position talents that this team has. Off the field. So, I mean, based on his limited production, and they might use that play three or four times a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see him making the squad. I just can't fathom it right at this moment if it's basically as a gimmick fullback. So, I I mean, so that's what I want to ask you. When you look at the, the skill position players and you look at the offensive line talent and depth chart, Who's he going to knock off? Oh, Tate Boy Fresh, who you well, think, man? I think, I think, I mean, two weeks ago, I would have been with you with Kendrick Green. Mm. But now they're really delving into this, I feel like. They're not just, this is not just a gimmick. I mean, he's he's at practice working with the running backs. Yeah. He's at yeah. practice working with the running backs. I mean, so they're, they're, they're teaching them ball, ball handling skills and stuff like that. Um, I think he's I don't know if he's better than any of them. He he but he he's depth. So you keep you keep Herbie. I think Dotson may get traded before season's end. I've been saying it. Um yeah, I think <laughs> Dotson may get traded. Mm. So the versatility Green has is that maybe he's not the second best center, but he can play center, he can play left guard, he can play right guard, and he can play fullback and be a short yardage block. And get us and get us some of this. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Truck stick, baby. 
truck stick mall. That's that's what I'm thinking, Shannon. My only thing is, is he say, well, he can maybe play center, maybe play. He cannot play guard. I'm telling you now, his arms are way too short. And that's why he's everybody's like, well, he's 350 pounds. Why does he get bull rush so much? Because he can't get his hands. He can't touch them. The defense gets up on him too quick. Yeah, he's center or he's nothing. And then he's not good at center. And he hasn't really, really tried to learn the position. Because he tried to be guard last year. Mm. And that was a disaster. I knew that was a waste of time. So he wasted the season. He never dressed for one game last year. And they had a, they had a lot of holes on the offensive line last year. They, luckily, they stayed healthy. But this year, they've got depth across the board. I just don't see where he fits in. If his best position is fullback, that's kind of gimmicky. You're, you're talking about uh, Ricard for the Ravens. Uh, you know, a guy who's that size, that big. Right. And, and there's value if you have an open spot. There's value to have that guy in short yardage in the goal line. And yeah. I have nothing against Green. I'm just saying that they have so much talent. I'm afraid if he makes it, somebody who would be able to contribute more is not. Makes you sense may, to me, Shannon. Yeah, you may be right. I just I just got a feeling, sneaky feeling, Kendrick Green's would be on the roster. And I thought this was funny. This is from... This is from, you know, shout out to everybody in the in the in the Steelers sphere that, that gives us all the content and shares, takes their passion yes. for Steelers and shares it with us. Just, just like we try and do here. This this yeah. was a tweet from Alan Saunders from Pittsburgh now. But talk about Mika Fitzpatrick on Kendrick Green playing fullback. I seen it on film and I was like, that's dangerous. Somebody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah. He caught a little pass in the flat today, and I was like, I definitely don't want to be tackling him. <laughs> hey, yeah, Tate, I, I heard, I don't know if it's true, but I heard he's a sub five flat guy. I yeah, heard he, that. He, he, well, 489. Yeah, he's 48 guy. Yeah. Hey, man, 300 some pounds at 48. Do you realize hey, what's he, happening? If they kept him and fullback became his position, maybe he, he, he split between the two this year, but fullback became his position. And he's under a rookie contract. Yep. And next year, say he lost 25 pounds and got a little more shredded. Mm-hmm. He could be a beast. That's all I'm saying. If he's yeah. going to make it, he's going to do the Roosevelt Knicks trick. Yeah. Right. Where Knicks was the defensive uh, nose guard, but he was too small and they moved him. And he had some good years, productive years. But if you remember, he was a great special teams guy. Right. We're going to have to see. Can Kendrick, Kendrick Green get out there and think, run I, down and make these plays? I think yeah. he'd be up back on kickoff. I mean, it's some stuff he could do. Well, well you know, that, that'll all play out. But Big G. Yes, sir. What's Kenny Pickett's favorite gene? What's his favorite who? Drink. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know the answer to that. I know what, the I know what you want to hear. Well, tell me what I want to hear. You want to hear gin and juice. Oh, come on, man. Jenny Juice. Man, come on, man. <laughs> Kenny Pickett don't need to be drinking nothing right now. He, need, You know what he needs to be drinking? Propel. Grape or berry. He needs hey, to be man. drinking propel, grape going, or berry. That's you're, going, you're, going, you're going way too literal with this, man. That's that's Deontay Johnson and George Pickett's new nickname as a duo, Jenny Juice. I, don't, I mean, pay, I, pay, I pay attention to the show notes. I, I get it. I get it. I understand that they're going to call him that. Everybody's always looking for the flash thing, but I, I don't like it. Hey, real like quick, it. if you're watching on YouTube, stay with us. If you're listening on audio, we got to pay some bills real quick. Probably hear a couple ads, but we'll be right back. And we're back on the Pump Your Break podcast. One of the, I'm one of the co-hosts, Kevin Tate, with the homie Triple OG Shannon White and the little fella Big G. Another like Wednesday it. night edition of the Pump Your Breaks podcast. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to get into real quick. We went about four minutes over the halfway point, so we got to be a little faster with this, guys. <laughs> a little faster, Big G. A little faster, Triple OG. But, hey, so we're going to Tampa this week, Friday, yep. for the first preseason game. And yep. the connection, so kind of in a way, Mike Mike Tomlin's going back home to where his coaching career began. 
Mm-hmm. And one of the players he coached was Rondé Barber, who yeah. he just helped welcome to the Hall of Fame just this past Friday or last mm-hmm. Thursday, I think. Mm-hmm. And so Tomlin with Rondé Barber helping to put on his gold jacket. That's that's kind of important. I mean, I think Tiki Barber helped Rondé Barber unveil his bust. That's the that's like the biggest thing, right? When you get presented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, did this is second to that. So you know, they have a great relationship, Tomlin, back in Tampa, where it all began. And we're gonna talk about this game real quick, preseason game one. Um, you know, we know everything about the Steelers, right? Pretty much. So I, thought, I thought we'd take a different approach, and we look at Tampa's death chart. <laughs> look, looking at some of the second teamers. Yeah, but Tate, even before you say that, man, have you ever seen an offensive depth chart listed where the quarterbacks says Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trapp? They, when you got two, you ain't got none. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they got they got an or. I've never seen that on a depth chart ever in my whole life. Have I ever seen this guy or that guy? I've never right. seen it. Never, ever, ever seen it. You know, so. Well, Definitely that. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. I know um, the coach named Baker Mayfield the starter today. Um, the who's their coach? Um, used to coach the Jets. I can see him. He, he coached. He coached the. He coached at one time the Houston Texans. He coached the Jets. He coached in college. Oh, the he coached the Texans. Yeah, at one point he did. I'm gonna get his name, man. I got you. Go ahead, keep rolling, man. I can see his face. Yeah, I can too. He was he he was gonna come on our Todd Bowles. He's gonna come on our yeah. Know It All podcast. Yeah, he, he coached. He coached. The, he coached the Jets. He coached University of Illinois. He coached Houston. Yeah, he coached. What 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 do you guys say to the Steelers' defense over under and interceptions with these two guys playing quarterback the majority of the time? Tomorrow and to and the game Friday night. Yeah. Um. I would go under. Under? I, I don't I don't think they're gonna get they might get two, but to get three, I don't think they're gonna get three picks. What about you, Shannon? Now these preseason games usually get a little sloppy in the fourth. Uh so I, I think the Stewards may I'll go over. I think they'll get three picks. Mm. Mm. You know, you know, you know what I'm gonna give Shannon, Big G. Keep it moving. So you know what you get. Break. <laughs> hey, hey, Tate, man, and Shannon, the live chat is lit up over there, bro. It is lit yes. up, and we appreciate all you guys. Please make sure yeah, you hit wait. like as you're watching the podcast. Yes. Way to wait, way to call them out. Let them know, G, because I'm, mm. I mean, I want to be in there, but I'm trying to keep this thing moving. Mm. But yeah, it it is, it is kind of kind of lit right now. Yeah. What's up, everybody out there in the live chat? My boy Claude, you always here. What up, Claude? Yeah, Claude Bishop, with your bad takes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, so Tampa Bay. I don't know what. What are we looking to see? Just real quick. Don't be long winded. Either one of you, please. What are we looking to see from the Steelers? Shannon, you take the offense. Big G, I want you to take the defense. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Shannon. You go first. Well, you know, somebody said. The anybody that's healthy is could play. That's what Tomlin said. Right. And and I think if a guy isn't dealing with any Knicks, uh, and that he can play, if it's a guy like TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, I don't think it's worth it. Yep. So, but we've got I've never seen an offseason like this where there's so much turnover and so many new faces and all these draft picks that are going to be counted on. So I think that everybody needs to play a couple of series because they got to start getting used to each other going up against an actual opponent, you know, doing it every day in practice gets repetitive. You know, you're familiar with each other. They need some fresh blood. It's somebody to really hit. And so right. I want to see the offense uh, establish their, their, they want to control and dominate the line of scrimmage. Andy Waddle said today they want to be a, a team that dictates the line of scrimmage, and I want to see that. 
Uh, and I'm excited. I want to see Calvin Austin III. We're not really realizing this is his second year, but he has never played in the preseason game. Mm-hmm. He he, you know, he didn't even get make the first preseason game last year. So I want to see what his speed looks like in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. So those are those are the things that that I want to see. Uh, I want to see the middle of the field utilized. Yeah. Uh, because it's, a, you know, if you're not going to experiment, if you're not going to try things in the preseason, when are you? These yeah. games don't count. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that's how you work the kinks out and you get your time in them. So I want to see them try things because usually the defense is vanilla in the preseason and teams don't want to give up any scheme, you know, any secrets. They save it to the regular season. So uh, I want to see Calvin Austin the third. Uh, and Connor Hayward and them guys, uh, and I want to see them utilize that middle of the field. How long do you want to see Kenny Pickett? Maybe two series. Two series, okay. Mm, agree, agree for sure. Well, for I, sure. I, I, I agree with every point he hit on as far as the offense. Big G. Yeah. Yes, sir. What or maybe what's not the question? We just said that defenses stay vanilla, right? Mm-hmm. So I know the Steelers not going to go into the bag. No, but no. who, who? Are you looking to see on the defense? Who do you want to see do so? Joey Porter Jr. Joy currently right now he's listed second on the depth chart behind Patrick Peterson. I think this is an opportunity for Joey Porter Jr. to start to play his way into that starting corner position opposite of Patrick Peterson. So I'm looking for him to possibly get extended reps. I think he might. He's not, he's going to play maybe through the first quarter. I don't know if he's going to play in the second. That long, but I think I'm looking for Joey Porter Jr. Because all he really needs to do, to be honest, is flash. If he flashes, he makes a couple of nice pass breakups. He gets a pick or something like that. As far as coaching is concerned, you know that this guy's ready to roll. Because well, he's yeah, going I like, against- I like to see him go up against Mike Evans and Godwin, too. I mean, I think those yeah, are yeah. good guys to go up against. I don't know if he if he takes if – he, if, he, if he'll start – on the outside with with Pat P, I think if Joey Porter gets to a place where he's starting, I think Pat P moves into the slot and moves into that star position and move him around. I think Levi Wallace keeps his position on the on the weak side, but uh, I, yeah. So I think I think that's what they want to happen. Yeah. I think starting out until he's ready, it'll be Pat P and Levi Wallace on the outside. Yeah. But when yeah. Porter's ready, he'll go outside. Pat P will kick inside and be all over the middle of the field. Yeah, agree, agree. And we want to see what we're all expecting suppress, especially with JPJ. Yeah. We, yeah. I want him up there. I don't care if it's Evans. I want him up there because he's been going against Pickens every day of practice. Right. Yeah. Now, he should be able to hang with Evans too. I want him up there in his chest because mm-hmm. that's what I want to see. I don't want to see that passing five-yard off and they call it man. And right. that doesn't work. So, I, I mean, his specialty is that length in long arms and his ability to press. So, I want to see that. I'm with you, Shannon. Hey, Tate, on offense, I want to see something that I don't know if you guys want to see. I want to see Darnell Washington put the fear of God in the NFL. <laughs> I, I I really do. I want to see I want to see Pittsburgh get the ball down inside the 25-yard line and they run him right up the seam. And he catches it clean. And he knocked somebody out. I'll never yeah. forget when yeah. Shockey. I'll never forget when Shockey put the fear of God in the NFL. When, when when he caught it back in the day, and he caught it running up the scene, and he trucked the dude. I want to see Darnell Washington put the fear of God in the NFL. Put the yeah, fear think, of God in. Him. I think I think you can do that. But the NFL this week released their their top top ten players. Most Steelers in the top ten. This is Agreed. one through five. Mm-hmm. Any problems with any of those, you guys? Nope. I agree with it 150. That That's it. That's it all day and night. To me, you know. Now, we're and, just and talking I, about the top five. Yeah. We're talking about the top ten. Here go the rest, the rest of the top mm-hmm. ten. I, I don't agree with anybody there. I mean, I don't disagree with anybody there. I think there's your top ten. I don't – I don't – there might be a couple of guys who could argue to jump in, but – Maybe the only guy I might move up a little bit is I might put Burrow in front of Kels, 
But outside of that, there's your top 10 in the league right now as of today. If, if TJ had not have gotten injured, mm-hmm. uh, based on his previous three seasons, he's in this list easy. Oh, easy. He's top yeah. three, maybe four. Yeah. I mean, so he's he's over Bosa. He's over Parsons. Uh, he's definitely over Jones. So um, I think that, that Josh Allen might be a little bit high. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Josh Allen, he, he does a lot of really great things, but what's he actually accomplished? He he went through a turnover streak last year. Mm-hmm. They really hurt him late in the season in the playoffs. So uh, we'll just have to see. It's a new year. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think we 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 have pictured the Steelers that made the top fifty. We got uh, Cam Hayward at forty five. TJ. Yeah. As Shannon was talking about him at 27, that's coming off an of injury. Yeah. And Minka at 18. Yeah. I, I I believe that actually going into next year, Minka can approach that top 15. And I think Watt can definitely join the top 10. If they have the seasons that we're predicting and we're going to say, there's no doubt about it. If Watt gets eight, if Watt gets 19 sacks, he, he's probably going to get defensive player of the year. 19 plus sacks, he's probably going to get defensive player of the year. Well, and then Amika, I think I think that's up before Parsons is going to be in that mix. Yeah. Why? Probably Nick Bosa. Yeah. And maybe maybe finally Miles Garrett. Maybe finally. Yeah. But but 19, 19 people don't realize how hard it is to get 20. There's guys that's done it, but 19 and a half to 20, that's a whole that you you causing a lot of problems. Well, so if, well, Will the Steelers lead the NFL sacks this year like they have been before last year? It's going to either be them or the Dallas Cowboys. And I hate to say that, but it's true. Because it's the personnel that the Cowboys have or the Pittsburgh Steelers have. They got so many guys that cause problems. And I think they're going to be exotic with the defensive calls this year to go back. I'm not saying it's Blitzburg. Don't get me wrong. It's not that. But you're going to see some similar things to where guys are lining up all over the place. So you might you're going to get guys – they're coming free, you know, because they, they don't understand where they're coming from as far as the blocking scheme is concerned, because you have so many interchangeable pieces for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think I think them I, if I had to say, OK, put my money on it, it would probably be Pittsburgh. Dallas probably second. And then after that, probably San Fran. For sure. For sure. I have to say I gave <laughs> hey, the Dallas, hey, Dallas got a heck of a defense, man. You know, I, you know, I, it's the truth. They really, really do. Now they got a trash quarterback, but they got they got a heck of a defense. <laughs> you know. Take you mute. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm saying I said so. Yeah, so that's funny what Afton said. I don't disagree agree with Claude. TJ just has to come come back and prove himself. I think he's he's out to prove himself again. Come off that injury injury last year, he came back like. After the bye, but he never was really himself. Even though we were we were better winning, he wasn't healthy. TJ that was causing all that havoc against the Bengals in the first game. Yeah, agree, definitely agree. But but long term, oh, it's like I said. I I said at the top of the show, the Steelers are gonna have a special season, man. A special season. You did a really special season. You did say that. So now we at the bottom of the show. And so I'm going to go to you guys about whatever you want to share or talk about, or, you know, we got a couple minutes. What's up, Shannon? You got anything going on, man, you want to share with the audience? No, just the, uh, uh, like I said, the article at 9.30 in the morning and, and uh, you know, check that out. I think that the Steelers really found something with Nick, uh, Nick Herbie. And I believe that he's going to uh, – we're, he's, we're not going to have to decide is he an edge or is he an inside linebacker because I think he's got that type of talent and ability, especially with the way these we're getting these hybrid defenses and and all these uh, sub packages. And I think he's going to be able to contribute. Even if you've got a TJ and a, and a high Smith in front of you, he's going to get plenty of opportunities to make an impact even as a rookie. And I believe that's why a lot of these guys the Steelers have signed an inside linebacker, it's it's shorter deals because they see the same thing we're seeing. Yeah. 
Right. Agreed. So, Agreed. so it does, how long before he takes snaps away from Golden, or are they one side, two side? They both back up a side. I think they're both back up a side. Okay. Yeah. 100%, Shannon. You on it, for sure. Now, okay. you said in the notes that we was going to have a uh, – to pick a guy that we think needs to have a big preseason game. Yeah, well, go ahead. I thought I, 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 I felt like that was too much stuff, so I took it out. But we, we, we got a little bit of time. Who, who, who do you think needs to have a big preseason game Friday night? Well, for me, again, I kind of already talked about one of them. It's Calvin Austin the third, mm-hmm. and, and I, I want to see him what his speed looks like against the actual opponent, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and uh, how they're going to use him and see a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. See him in the return game because. He's listed as the primary returner, mm. and I'm excited about that. Uh, I want to see Connor Hayward be moved around and used in a variety of ways. Uh, we've already talked about Darnell Washington, but so I but I think on offense, Calvin Austin the third is the guy that needs it. Mm-hmm. On defense, I want to see Mark Robertson be part of the rotation, Ooh. and I want to see him if he looks more natural. In coverage. I mean, I know it's not going to be a strength yet, but they're saying at camp, he looks like he's not constantly looking to the sidelines for instruction, that he's, you know, starting to get some instincts for it. So I want to see that. And now that we've lost Trice for the season, I want to see who one of these guys who was a long shot now has got an opportunity to step up. Uh, like, is it Luke Barcue? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. Yeah, the kid from Seattle. I know you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but but Luke Barkey, he played for the XFL, I think, with the Heinz Ward San Antonio team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got length, he's got speed, and he's making some plays at camp. And I think he benefits the most with Trace being out, that he can maybe sneak in there uh, as a special teams guy and maybe – you know, give them some depth at that cornerback position. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a couple yeah. of guys that are on defense that I'm really looking forward to. Seeing. Your boy too, Shannon. What's his name from West Virginia? Kenny. Oh, uh, Kenny Robertson. Kenny Robertson. Yeah. Oh, okay. he's he's a great at camp. Yeah, Minka really likes him. Yeah, he's got it all, except maturity. He sabotaged his career when he was at WVU. He, it was obvious this kid has pro potential. And then he started listening to the wrong people and advisors. And he stopped going to class and he got in trouble. Yeah, I think it was academic fraud. And so he had to leave school and he, he went another route. And uh, I, if he's matured and he's got his head on straight, he's got NFL talent. And it wouldn't shock me enough if he don't make a team as a backup safety. Yeah. Oh, Big G, who, who you want to see? I got my eye on one guy. I mean, I was J, JPJ, but um, I got my eye on one guy. Broderick Jones, I'm calling you right mm. now to the carpet, bro. It's time for you to show why we drafted you in the first round in the NFL. It's time for you to go out there. I don't care. You're going to get two reps. So you need to, like, put on film that you can totally dominate from the left tackle position. And which I think because – I know that there are some guys that are not practice guys, but they're game guys. And I think Broderick Jones is one of those guys. When you put him out there on the field and in the game, he totally destroys and dominates people. So right. I want to see – I am I mean, I might not even watch the ball. When he's in the game, I'm watching him. And I want to see what he does. Because if he's got what I think he's got, okay, it's time to go. That left, if you got a left tackle that's a mauler in the NFL, you got something. So I'm, I'm watching Broderick Jones without a shadow of a doubt the whole time he's in the game. Just that's to see what one. time it is. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, yeah, I can't. So just to be different from you guys, not pick the same player, I want to see what uh I want to see what Hakeem Butler's gonna do. Mm. I, like yeah. I, I want to see what he's gonna do. See if he can carve out that six wide receiver spot. Mm-hmm. You know, so sure. I'm, I'm, I want to see what he's going to do. But okay, so man, another great show, guys. I mean, so I'm back at you again, Shannon. 
Tell us about your article tomorrow. And then next time you up again is Monday on the hangover. You'll be back, right? I'll be back. Yes. I, I, I appreciated big bro filling in and, and, uh, him and Daniel had a, a strong show podcast and it's doing really well. And I really appreciate him and, uh, both of them guys. And, uh, look forward to, to that coming up on Monday, but, um, you know, I almost wrote an article about, uh, uh Azuski ain't going to do it to us again. Is he, I mean, he did the same thing last training camp before mm-hmm. the game started. He looked like a receiver and he was doing really good in camp and, Everybody got excited, and then when the preseason games happened, and he disappeared, and and he didn't do anything all season, but he had a roster spot. Yeah, I, I would rather have an Akeem Butler, a guy who I think has potential to contribute, especially in the red zone, uh, than a guy like Gunnar Rosewski, who I do not think uh, is an NFL caliber wide receiver, mm. uh, and I do not want to see him return to kicks. Uh, because I think Calvin Austin III's got that. But uh, I was going to write that article, and I, and I, last minute, I wrote the ne- Nick Herbig one. So. Right. Well, no, you, yeah. you made a good choice. But Gunner, Tom likes Gunner, though, for whatever reason. They like him. I know that. He likes but they like Branch Jazeera, too. I yeah, like Branch Jazeera. Super nice guy. You know, great kid. But he's not an NFL receiver. Right. Yeah. Agree. Agree without All a right. shadow of a doubt. Big Gene. Yes, sir. Shout out what you got going on before we get out of here, man. Hey, man, thanks again for rocking with us, man, on the Pump Your Breaks podcast with my boy Tate Boy Fresh and Shannon, for sure, for sure. And, man, um, happy, happy birthday, birthday Shannon, once again. Happy birthday once again, Shannon, man. All you guys over in the live chat, please rock with us. Rock with Pump Your Breaks Nation. We're talking about likes and subscribe to the channel and spread it all to other people. Pump Your Breaks with Tate Boy Fresh, Shannon, and Big G on the FFSN Steel Curtain Network for sure. And don't forget to check me and Take Boy Fresh out on the Homies Podcast on Fridays. You know, we rock it out with Payday. We rock it out with B-Dirt. And last but hey, not least. Shout, shout, yes, wait, shout, shout out to, to B-Dirt, who's who, who, who's who's really head, spearheading the, the Bingo channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got yeah. Any, and then and then Pages, Pages took over the Bears channel. Absolutely. Absolutely. As of as of yesterday, so you know, shout out to them guys. You see us with us, see them with us every Friday on here with the homies mm-hmm. on the Steel Curtain Network. Yeah, but if you know Bengals or Bears fans, let them know about those podcasts too and check those guys out. My bad, yeah. BG. Are you good, bro? And last but not least, please don't forget to check me and Tate Boy Fresh out on the Know It All's podcast on Sundays at six fifteen. Man, we get it in over there with all the crazy culture and everything going on with sports. We got some big shows coming up. We got a Definitely a fantasy football show coming up. We for sure, for sure got a NFL preview show coming up. We definitely got the college sports preview coming up. But the main thing I'm loving is coming up is we got the pick'em shows because we got some real games coming up. And last year, it just so happened that this guy right here was the pick'em champion. And I got a championship belt I'm going to be rocking with. But please, <laughs> watch us. Watch us all the podcasts. Either on two, Steel Curtain two, Network, two, or Fans two First games. Sports Network. Two games. Yes, sir. <laughs> Out the whole Absolutely. season. How many games that is? Two games. I'll and take you know, it anyway I get it. And you know my problem was I was hard headed on Russ. Yeah. And, and the 313. <laughs> Russ and the 313. Well, Detroit did okay. They didn't cost yeah. me. Russ and them cost me. Yeah, for sure. Even in my fancy, he was my quarterback. Yes, sir. But yeah, man. Thanks for all that. And then the one the one thing you left out, Big G, about the North, what you love to do, mm. hate on the Dallas Cowboys. Hey man, <laughs> hey man. I, you know what? I, I haven't even put it up all. all hey man, stuff, but I got Dak, put it up. Dak, Dak has trash. thrown. Dak is trash. Nine interceptions in camp. He is horrible, <laughs> dog. He is horrible. Dak Prescott. I I don't understand why Dallas Cowboy fans believe that this guy is actually good. He is freaking trash. You know, and I love it even more because most Steeler fans can't stand Cowboy fans. So I'm glad. <laughs> That that Dak Prescott is finally going to show. I wish we played him this year just so we could get two picks on him and keep it moving. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for another great Wednesday night on the Pump Your Break podcast. For Big G, for the Triple OG birthday boy, Shannon White. Big G reading magazines, pro football focus. Nobody cares, Big G. Hey, Shannon. 
Take us out of here, man. Woo!